Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to Women's Hoops and Talks, the What Podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Cassie. Thank you so much for listening today. We have a very fun show coming up. We are joined by Janelle Moore and Sasha Rochelle. Janelle, whose work is found, uh, appears on Golden State of Mind, Catch Scratch Fever, Panthers Wire, and B-Ball Index. And Sasha, the podcast producer for The Athletic, including from the Rose Garden. Welcome back to the Bracket Challenge. How y'all doing today? I just want to say I'm not I'm not the great. podcast producer for the oh, <laughs> I will re-record. Oh this no no, answer. I'm not trying to correct you. I was just joking because it's like there's like there's a lot like of... forty. Yeah, there's like twenty producers or something. Yeah. You're the only one in our hearts. Um, we also have an adorable furry friend sitting on uh, with Janelle. Just yeah, losing his so mind behind you. <laughs> What's her name? Oh my goodness, that face is melting mind. my heart. She's just adorable. She is so cute. She, she is just a lot of company. She um, watched TV and all kinds of stuff. Uh, my cat and I have become real close <laughs> during this quarantine. That is for sure. And I'm talking to the TV as if I'm expecting everyone to answer. It's great. And, and when I and when I eat, Drusilla uh, uh, choose choose along with me. She, you know, or she'll put her paw on my hand, say, you know, give me a bite or whatever. Oh, she's so supportive. It's- I love it. All right, well, ladies, we uh, last year, last two weeks ago, how long? I don't even know what it was. It was a week ago. We went through round one of the NBA bra- for, for fun bracket to try and figure out who is going to walk away with the championship this season. And we are back to do more of that tonight. But before we get started, let's go with our icebreaker. And the icebreaker this time is... What's one game that you're going to remember from this season and why? If anybody can remember back that far. <laughs> Who would like to start? I'll go. 
um, a, a game that I remember is Christmas with the Warriors and the Rockets. And that was a huge upset, mm-hmm. huge upset. Yeah. That, that was, was such a big deal for the Rockets. Oh, I remember that. I was in my husband's grandparents' living room and we were all supposed to be like paying attention to certain things. And then slowly half the family moved to one side of the room where they could see the game. And we were all just like, going on? <laughs> oh, people are doing things. Oh, and then we just put Christmas on hold for a second until we watched the rest of the game. That was great. <laughs> Janelle, that was one game that I, I remember. Mm-hmm. Did you expect that outcome? No, I did not. I was expecting a blow, uh, Houston blowing out the Warriors because, you know, of course, no Steph, no Clay. And I don't even think Draymond, yeah, I think, I don't I, remember I, Draymond playing. Um, I think it was just so funny because everybody for like the basically like the month or two months before that was like, oh, it's so like the Christmas games are all messed up this year because like the Pelicans don't have Zion. The Warriors are bad and like blah, blah, blah. And then that game ended up being so good. And I just really I love that when everybody goes and it's like, oh, this is ruined now, actually, because you're not good. I think (laughs) and they were like. I think old brother-in-law um, did good, did well that game. I think he scored like, talking about Damian Lee, of course. I think he scored like, what, 20, 20, 20 points. I, I mean, like he, he had a, a significant role, mm-hmm. for sure. That's a good one. There's a one, there's one warrior who wears a short super tight. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? What now? He wears a short, he, one of the warriors. Oh, that's, oh, that's our rookie, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, he wears his shorts so t- mm, him, so it's snug, very snug. And, and I don't I don't know where he got that from, but it, he needs to stop. LeBron kind of does that, but only because his legs are so thick that I he I think he would just fill out every pair of shorts. And that's, that's, <laughs> he, that's, he doesn't have a choice. The <laughs> They're gonna have to go down to his knees if he wears <laughs> any bigger. That that's 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 for Savannah right there. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Okay, that I was like a great it. choice for a game. Uh Sasha, how about you? Um oh, I have okay, I have a really fun one and a really sad. The, one of them is just like this was the cool one of the coolest experiences of my life and that was going to Clippers Lakers opening night as a media member. Very first game I ever went to as like Lakers I've been to like Nets games but it's not the same so it was like the first Lakers game I've ever been to uh first time being a media member it was just like so crazy it was so fun and then as a basketball game when the Lakers beat the Bucks um and it was like one of the last games of the season um and it was just like wow we like we might we might be able to do this it was like, oh, we might win the championship. That was like the game. It was the first time we had gone on this run too of just like beating good teams, which we hadn't done. That was like the whole criticism for a long time. And then it was just so sweet. So sweet. Beat good team. Beat like two good teams in a row and just be like, this might actually happen. And then like two weeks later, <laughs> like the whole, the whole season's called off. Another game that I remember is the Thunder and the Jazz when they uh, postponed the season. I mean, it was yeah. so surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing, hearing about CP3 asking 
everybody about Rudy and, you know, all of the players having to go in the locker rooms mm-hmm. and stand there for hours. And it was just so surreal. Yeah. Yeah. That was a wild night for sure. Okay, how about you, Cassidy? Um, so I'm kind of torn between two and then I was going to wait until see if Tara was going to say one and then I was going to say the other, but I'm going to go with, this is an oddball one. It was a preseason game, but the Blazers played in the Memorial Coliseum, the old arena for a preseason game this year. And it was so much fun to be in the arena of my beginning childhood Blazer fandom. We definitely moved young young on in my childhood, but just to be back in that arena and it being full for a preseason game and that kind of energy was just so proof of what Rip City is. I mean, it was it was truly a community game of people walking down those halls and just feeling all of the feels, and it was great. So I think that's going to have to be mine. Um, yeah. Um, my memory, the one that's going to stick with me this year is so completely random, but it was Anthony Tolliver's last game in Portland. And like, I mean, it's just so weird that it would stand out. And for me, from a memory, like, cause Anthony Tolliver is a guy who's been all around the league. He's played on lots of different teams. He's an older dude. He's like a seasoned vet. He's like, you know, he hadn't had a, like a great season, but on the other hand, he'd been called to do way more than he was like recruited to the team to do. Like he, you know, he was supposed to play like, you know, limited minutes and he was like the starting center (laughs) while Hassan Whiteside was out. But his last game in Portland, he went off. And it was so funny because like the first three quarters of the game, it was all defense and rebounds. He was just like losing his mind rebounding and just playing defense. And everyone was like, what is going on? And it was at the beginning of the fourth quarter, like I started like screaming. I was like standing up in the middle of my section, like throw it to Tolliver, give it to Tolliver. Cause I was like sure that he was going to score. And like a few minutes into it, everyone was like, he hasn't even scored tonight. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And like, I just had this feeling and he ended up going and scoring like 16 points in the quarter. Um, But it was so funny because I was so caught up in like how great a game that he was having that I didn't even notice that he wasn't scoring while I'm standing up there yelling to give him the ball. And everyone's like, what is the matter with this person? Is she even watching the game? (laughs) And then fortunately I was rescued by him actually scoring a whole bunch that game. But that was a really, that was a really fun game, but it was, it was the, the, a lot of the games kind of like ran together, like Carmelo Anthony's first game yeah. was really fun. And there's like a few that were kind of like mm-hmm. fun, but like basketball wise, like Mellow's like first few games. Wow. I mean, that was just like huge. I remember that that was such a turning point for the season. I feel like, I mean, it's still pretty rough in some ways, but I just feel like it it's, was so desperate, like so desperate. And then everyone was like, this is not going to work. I did this not think it was going to work. work. Jason said like, <laughs> like yuck <laughs> on our podcast <laughs> about yeah. that. And he had to like, he had to come out like oh, yeah. the day after and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I ate so many words. I talked so much trash. <laughs> and then I was like, the man proved me so wrong. I will never say anything bad about him again. 
what can I do for him? I'm so sorry. Let this be a lesson to us all. Yeah. Never (laughs) doubt an NBA player. I I mean, seriously, like, I don't know. They get that far for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of that. I think the walls did come down and it was like the, it was like a advantageous opportunity. I feel like, you know, I think that he probably has gotten to a point where not every situation is going to be an ideal one for him and he's not going to be able to perform in some of them. But this was just like Blazers needed a savior. They had no players at all and he needed somewhere where he could like kind of do a lot and it just worked out yeah I think it would have been hard for him it may have been harder for him if he hadn't had like such a role but just like when he just came into town he just like took it on and he just did it with so much grace um that like I was not prepared for and I again that's like I feel like we've all I have learned so much from the situation because I just like bought into the whole the whole narrative and yeah you know you know who it is narratives are actually oh sorry (laughs) you know narratives are just a a, just a bunch of noise I mean and Mm -hmm. I was talking about Carmelo and the narrative about him was pretty bad you know when he was in OKC, they said, well, he, he don't want to take a lesser role, but he did so in Houston. What happened with him in Houston wasn't even his fault. Uh, no little big Daryl Morey threw him under the bus. And, you know, Melo did well in Portland mm-hmm. for the role he had yeah. and, and complimented Dame and CJ well. Yeah. 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 And I think it's just so unfortunate that uh, the mainstream media painted this picture of Melo, and that's just far from the truth. And he's one yeah. of my favorite. And I think he fans get carried away. He, he accepted his role in OKC, and he didn't even do anything wrong in Houston, and was was solid for Portland. And yeah, it's just been like bad fits. Like, like we, I don't know. You can't just get mad at a player for being in like a situation that doesn't fit their basketball style. Right. Like, and just give him and, a role that makes and sense. He even tried to go against his nature. You know, Melo yeah. is isolation score and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a time and a place for everything. And, you know, if you want a bucket, mm-hmm. Bella will get you a bucket and he'll yeah, get where to go. he'll get your bucket you know in the go. way that he sees fit. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. He's not, you know, being selfish exactly or, what or whatever. Having. He's just playing to his strength. Mm-hmm. And that's his strength right now. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And, you know, another strength that I think he has is looking darn good in a Blazers uniform. Um, And he's worn quite a few uniforms. And I think, you know, those Blazers uniforms are looking pretty great on him, which I think is going to bring us to 
the wonderfulness that is our fun bracket. We're going to continue from last week, the wonderful mascots of the NBA and a few uh, goodwill ambassadors have pushed their teams through to round two of the fun bracket. And this week, it's all about uniforms for round two. Uh, So we're going to start things off in the East Coast. And I am beyond excited to hear every darn fashion opinion we have today about these uniforms. I have a few. I will keep them quiet for a little bit. I don't know how long I will be able to. Okay. So our first matchup, Bango and uh, Harry have advanced their teams. And we've got uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Atlanta Hawks uniforms. Who's got the better uniform? Let's the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Bucks. Okay. 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 I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. I don't one. know what that crap is in it, man. I just like the color. They, yeah. they could have done better than whatever they had. They had mm-hmm. those weird patterns. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're not 100%. even going to talk about the, the, not, the neon that they had, I think, about a season ago. Okay. So I. I. I don't have a problem moving on the Bucks, but I do want to stand up for a minute for the Hawks because uh, I know it's the the uniforms that you're talking about that had like that really uh, bright orange neon, and mm-hmm. I they they were these uniforms that were like it was two two it was maybe three or four years ago actually, and they were the first team that had like an inner completely interchangeable kit where they could wear like one pair of shorts with a different shirt or a different short with a different pair of shirts. And they had all these different Mm -hmm. options and they made this big, huge deal about that. And it didn't really go over very well, but I did give them points for innovation. And I do like in general, I think the Hawks try some things that don't always work, but I want to give them credit at least for like trying something new and like while I can see moving on the Bucks, it's not like the Bucks are perfect. Like I'm cream city. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say, like, I guess I guess it's hard when you're not from the city and don't know the city. So I don't know Milwaukee very well. And like maybe every child grows up calling Milwaukee Cream City. I don't know. I like those. I like ones. the color. I think those are fly. I like the font. I also think Cream City is hilarious and the fact they put it on an NBA jersey is amazing. I just I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of like flabbergasted every time I see them because <laughs> it's just it's just a a choice that I as somebody who doesn't know Milwaukee very well would not have made um but I do like I think that might have something to do with custard I I believe custard or or something I thought it was like I I have no idea what it is they're known as cream city I think just based on the dairy industry there so I totally got that wrong I thought it was like the foam on the top of the beer oh maybe I'm totally wrong (laughs) about it I'm sure I'm wrong (laughs) Okay. It's probably something to do with cheese. Yeah. They, okay. So we've got Most two likely. votes. Is it three votes for Milwaukee or two votes for Milwaukee? No, I'm going to go with the Hawks because I like their old, okay. old logo too. The one with like the big like yeah. Hawk with the, his arms all outspread. And I don't, I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of like the new Pac-Man logo, but um, I'm going to go with the Hawks just to be different. Okay. Well, Milwaukee has moved on for this round. Um, so... They're so chic, and they've never looked better than with Giannis Antetokounmpo in them. So how could you, you That's know? True. The model matters. 
Very true. That's all. So we've got uh, the next matchup is kind of a classic. We've got the Pistons versus the Knicks. Uh, Hooper and Spike Lee have advanced their teams uh, there. And now we're talking fashion. Um, What do y'all think about those two uniforms? Those sets of uniforms, I should say. That's a tough one because both of them are, well, classics. They haven't really changed much. I know that the the Knicks haven't, but the Pistons has like updated version of their old uniforms from back in the day. Which mm-hmm. the, uh, it's just a different font. I mean, they're, they're more modern font, but just like the, as far as the color scheme is traditional. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. They are kind of similar to, I really am not a fan of the like blue background, like orangey, um, like red kind of font and and accents, which both of them have. So that's a tough choice for me. Um, I'm probably going to go with Knicks here. Me too. Yeah, I'd go with the Knicks. My number one thing in a uniform is I have to know what the team is. Like, <laughs> I have to, and like the New York Knicks ones are like consistent. Like, they don't mess with them very much. And I'm looking right now at like the, the Pistons uh, city mm-hmm. city uniform, and it's like got this like up and down stripe, and it's Motor City, and it's like bright red and blue, but it's like not put together the same way you're used to looking at Detroit and like Detroit I just they do, I feel like every time I have to like reacclimate myself to what they're wearing and I feel like the New York like one of my favorite color combinations is blue and orange I love blue and orange together because they're like the sunrise or the sunset so I love that combination and New York just sticks with it they just like you always know who they are so I would also go for New York the clean sweep New York takes the cake. Um, So we're moving on to another class or kind of a, this is an interesting combo, I think. Okay. So we've got the Bulls versus the Hornets. Ooh. I like their uniforms are very different. Yeah, they are. And and they're both iconic in their own Mm -hmm. way. The Bulls uniforms haven't changed much since um, their, their inception in uh, 1966. Mm -hmm. But the, the Hornets, yeah, they're the first ones who, who were bold enough to implement teal, mm-hmm. purple. Uh, their pinstripe schemes were, um, you know, were awesome. And, and they brought that back when they brought back the team. So I think I'm going to go with the Hornets here. Sasha? I am definitely for the hornets i love the hornets uniform oh sasha you're muted (laughs) thank you oh i was typing and that always sounds crazy um so i wanted to spare you uh i wow i said when you said that you were gonna oh i'm i'm all for the hornets i think i think they're so bold and they were so brave and they came up like with the cartoon and everybody loves the cartoon and I don't think in general they're like gorgeous, but I think they're fun and they're bold and you know exactly who they are. Nobody else has that color combination. And I I go with the Hornets. I'm going to go with the Bulls. I said uh, last week 
when I looked, I said they're classic and beautiful. And I still agree with that. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the colors uh, for Charlotte here. I just think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I really, I just love the, the white bulls uniform with yeah. red. Yeah. It's that's, just that's stunning. That's my favorite of theirs. It's stunning. It wins it for yeah. me. I would have been with the bulls on that one, but I don't get a vote this round. So thank goodness. So Take Janelle, a little bit did of you pressure go with the bulls me. or did you go with the hornets? I went with the hornets, hornets. Because, because of um, their willingness to go different with the purple and the teal and, and it, it just works for them. But as far as they're like, their buzz city uniforms and um, you know what their schemes now, I, I could say less is more, but they did bring back the the old pinstripe, so they they get the nod. I also have to say, when I went back and looked at, uh, I was looking at the different teams, like how they rolled out like the new kits and the new uniforms. The Hornets were extremely informative, and I'm very appreciative of that because most, like a lot of people, are like. You know, they're bringing back the classic red and black because it's iconic for the city and it's, you know, it speaks to their boldness and, you know, the history. And I'm like, how? You know, and and this seems like a lot of general statements, but like on the Hornets webpage, they've like circled the different parts of the uniform and explained what each different part of the uniform means and why it's important. And so I, I, I appreciated that for them. It's definitely like AKA. I would call it an upset. Like I would have thought the Bulls would yeah. win. Yeah, I think the Bulls are good. I think the Bulls is would win over the Pistons or the Knicks, yeah. but that's just not yeah. the game. Yeah, that is how the game is played, and the game is played by mascot randomness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Hornets take that win. So our next round, we've got the Wizards versus the Magic. And the Magic, of course, are coming off a bye week because Stuff the Magic Dragon is just great. Um, so who y'all got between the Wizards and the Magic? I hate the Magic really? uniforms. I think they might be my least favorite With in the league. The current uniforms or because like the current the current uniforms. Oh, yeah, the current, the current uniforms, uniforms are trash. They are horrid. So let's describe them. Are you talking <laughs> about like the the gray ones with the orange, the new orange ones? Yeah. Oh, oh, those are really bad. Yeah. yeah, the ones that look like they're an Oregon State University jersey, but oh, those and they're are not unbelievably yeah. bad. What do they have to do with anything? Well, they're the Orange City, I guess. What's like all this basis? time, Orlando has been Orange City because of like oranges. Um, Florida orange. Orange juice, which I like, blue. didn't think about because it's like you've got magic, like you've got magic to work with. And so yeah. I like their old uniforms. I like the old pinstripe ones that they they kind of look. They remind me sort of of like a fairy godmother type uniform, and they just kind of give me a good feeling. <laughs> I just hate the pinstripes, especially the like low contrast ones. I have a real problem with like the blue background pinstripe and then the black background blue pinstripe. Like, I just, I don't understand why we're doing low contrast pinstripes on these jerseys. It just makes no sense to me. And that's kind of all these jerseys are. And I just don't like the color scheme either. I'm sorry. That's it. That's my piece. So it sounds like the wizards are moving on. Well, what Janelle, are you, 
what, what are you are you definitely are you definitely magic i mean no. wizard, i'm sorry definitely no, wait, against the magic wizard, wizard. <laughs> yeah wizard. yeah yeah well, that, those uniforms see beautiful that's why i say less is more you know they had a, a pinstripes um deal you know them mm -hmm. and charlotte uh came came out with the same time with pinstripes um and whatever they got now is it's just horrid even when they had stars all over the uniforms i thought that was uh, garbage too no they look like those star uniforms look like the uniforms that they would have in a disney channel original movie yes like they would be the uniforms for a team in that movie, but the NBA, I don't understand how we got here. They look like something um, the fairy godmother would come up with, yeah. which is very <laughs> on brand. And the my here's my problem with the wizards is they're like all red, white, and blue, but there's no wand. There's nothing that like but see, says but wizards. <laughs> about the wizards. Nothing evokes wizard. To, I guess. Remember the past that the wizards were the bullets at one point in time. Uh -huh. And mm. they wanted to have the bullets colors, but not the, the bullets brand or reputation. Um the they changed the names to name to the wizards because of all the violence in DC anyway. And they they wanted to get away from that and even gotten away from the colors, but they came back to those colors. So it's it's kind of weird. But not as weird as the magic. <laughs> but they could have put like a magic. That is interesting about the wizards. It's kind of incongruous. Yeah. And like, I have a problem with their logo, but this is a family podcast. I have so, so many I'm problems. I'm not going to talk about logo. my problem with their logo. <laughs> but I just feel like if there could be like, I mean, something from the wizarding world, something from the wizard, like a sorting hat or like a Quidditch stick. The ones that say like the, I don't know, the ones that have like wizards written across and it's like, those are kind of Kind of wizardy script. They're like, they have like blue, like stripe down the side. And then it has wizards written in like a gorgeous font. It's like teal. It's actually, they're pretty beautiful. And they're not the magic jerseys. And they're a bit whimsical, and they are not the magic Which jerseys. Which is really the winning point, I think, in this round, is they're not the magic jerseys. Uh, so congratulations, Wizards. You are not the magic. Um, so we've gotten through our East Coast competitors, and we're moving on to the West Coast with our first round, the Lakers versus the Timberwolves. Jack Nicholson versus Crunch got would have gotten us here. So let's see. What do y'all think about these uniforms? Lakers take it hands down. It ain't even close. I'm so happy to hear you say that. I thought I was gonna have to fight tooth and nail for Lakers, but I mean I'm because they that. that's that's another team that sticks with the classics. Them, the Bulls, and the Knicks, they stick with the classics. They, they don't vary. I think the Lakers and, and the purple and gold yeah. is is iconic and you know you know you don't have to do much to it but what i don't like about the lakers with their, their current kit is this the stars on the side of the jerseys and, and the white <laughs> lettering that's what 
that's yeah. not it. Less is more. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Like yeah, they're the so busy. Especially for a team like the Lakers, less is more. Yeah. Yeah, they're really They busy. really say like, um, I'm at an all-star game. I made it. But, but they're the Shaq jersey. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have to do a better job of these. Like the Kobe's, I was saying this before we started recording, but the Kobe jerseys are just like the coolest jerseys, I think, maybe ever. And there are the Hollywood Knights one, otherwise known as. Um, so cool. And then the next year was the Magic jerseys which are so ugly. Like, again, maybe one of the ugliest jerseys I've ever seen. They had the same issue, no contrast, pinstripe, purple with black pinstripes. Nobody looked good in those ones either. No. Even LeBron Mm -hmm. looked bad. And that's not, I thought, I thought not possible. So that just says something, I think. Oh, the purple Uh, ones with the pinstripes is way too busy too. Yeah. Horrid. But they're blue. And it was because he's like a businessman. Like, give me a break. That's so bad. Like, that's such an ugly backstory, too. Are we changing our own better both? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. But <laughs> they have they have really had yeah. some misses on the like cust- like on the custom mm-hmm. ones that are like they're fancy ones, but their Christmas jerseys are always really beautiful, I think. And then the classics, you just have like, I mean, the gold Laker jerseys. How could you do better? Well, they're better than the Timberwolves. I will give you that. Yeah. <laughs> what do we well, think about the Timberwolves? Those? It's like something brand new every year, and you're like not sure. I like. Yeah. I don't even. I'm so. I feel yeah, so like. Sense. Just every year, and I don't know what I'm going to get with the Timberwolves. My, yeah. they have a couple cool ones with like the fonts. Yeah, I think I always think back with the Timberwolves because I'm just like, I feel like they change color schemes often too. And I'm just, they, mm. all of a sudden they have like the Seahawks color scheme and they're somehow still in the Pacific Northwest division. And I just don't understand any of it. Just like get out of my division and stop trying to be the Seahawks. Here's an interesting factoid about the, the Lakers jerseys. You know, when they moved to LA from Minneapolis, uh, the LA Kings were purple and gold. Oh. And the Lakers decided to adapt adopt their colors because when the Lakers were in Minneapolis their colors were this funky looking periwinkle blue mm-hmm. and white oh Banger they have a jersey yeah. like that play with them I think Elgin Banger moved to, um, to LA with, with the team but yeah so mm-hmm. there you go so so we've got so far we got Janelle and Sasha. You both voted for the Lakers there. How about you? Yeah, Tara? I'll vote for the Lakers. Okay, so the Lakers are moving on in that a round. Sweep. So our next round is the Nuggets, who advanced with a bye week because their mascot Rocky is just pretty cool against the Suns. So who we got in this Nuggets Suns matchup? This one's super hard. Um, this is a tough one. And and it shouldn't even be hard if the, no, if the Nuggets would have gone with their retro. I wonder if they do have a, a retro, if they retro this, where they had like the skyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the Rainbow City. Oh, yeah, they have those. The Rainbow City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have those. Those are so some it shouldn't of the be coolest. Hard. I, I think it might be the coolest jersey. Yeah, I'm going to go with Denver, too, even though it's not fair because the Suns have, like, a really cool thing going. It's just, 
I don't like their like really modern ones as much. Uh-oh. The retro ones are cool, mm-hmm. but the like I, I like I the uh, the Suns ones when Barkley was um, playing for them, where they had that big sunburst right across the chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah, and and the numbers that they should have left well enough alone. Mm-hmm. I think that one's kind of in their rotation this year. It is. I think it. I think they have worn like, it, but I don't I, think they wear it a lot. They wore it against the Blazers, I'm pretty sure. And the purple ones are kind of heinous, quite honestly. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. I don't, I don't like the purple ones with the orange edging. It's it's not a very nice color. The Denver uniforms always look like they're wearing their pajamas. Like no matter which ones, (laughs) I feel like they always. And I don't know if it's just because the way the players prefer the fit on them or for the design or whatever. I. I get sucked in with logos and how the logo looks on the uniform. And that's why I really like the Suns because I like the Suns uni- uh, logo. It's like bold and pretty straightforward. And um, I like the Suns uniforms. And as long as the Nuggets are one of the Blazers' main rivals right now, I will always vote against them. So I'm going to vote for the Suns. Awesome. Well, despite your your well your well fought argument, Tara, the Nuggets are going to move on in that round um, with their wonderful rainbow jerseys. Our next round, we've got two teams that uh, have a but had a bunch of uh, national broadcasts this year: the Thunder versus the Rockets. Um, those were good games. Those are good matchup. Um, Rumble and Clutch got us this far. But whose fashion will succeed? Anybody have strong opinions about this round? I think it has to be the Thunder. Yeah. I don't like the Rockets uniforms. Even though the Thunder's uniforms kind of remind me of a Tide box. Every Um. one of their uniforms looks like a different (laughs) type of laundry detergent. Tide, Tide, cheer, Oxy clean <laughs> or what? Like every their logo every one so of them bad. looks like a different type of laundry detergent. So I'm glad to know that they're all I can think of is how clean and fresh they must smell. Um, you know, rockets. I have to say I like the rockets. They're they're uh, I like their again the logo because it reminds me of the logo for the Charmed series. <laughs> Every time I see that H in the middle of their floor, I think of that, like the, that uh, TV I show like the series. Classic, um, I don't like the Rockets the 70s. classic uh, uniforms. You know, that red and the yellow. Yeah. Um, those are those sick. are a ni- That is a nice uniform. Those are so nice. And I like, I like those. I do like when they do the classic uniforms that almost look college-ish, but they make them look so professional that that's where you had me in a good uniform. And you just picture them like w- like you're watching a YouTube video that was shot in the 70s and you're just like, whoa, like it was so bad back then. Like, you know, like broadcasting that I like, could barely do anything and it looks, and you just see them wearing the jerseys. That's like the, that's the filter I imagine them through is like seeing them like in a, in a piece of Like where you video. can barely make out who they are. I was watching the yeah. Blazers. It was a Blazers Rockets game. Uh, well, it must have been from the 2000s because it had uh, Prisbilla was playing in one of his tours with Portland and, against Yao Ming. And Yao Ming is so large. 
Like, yeah. He made Prisbilla look small. And Prisbilla is like 6'11 <laughs> and a big dude. And Yao Ming made him look like Steve Blake size. And I was just like, these guys, he is so, I was just shocked at how big he was. Anyway, I go with the Houston uniforms. So we've got, are we still two Thunder and one Houston on this round? Okay, so the Thunder are going to advance. Yeah, it's funny. I watched a documentary and there was a picture of Yao Ming next to Shaq. Shaq looked small. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, you forget ever. how big he was. He was so big. Yeah. Okay, so we've got the last matchup of uh, the uniforms. And this is going down to the Mavericks versus the Portland Trailblazers. Definitely um, the Portland Trailblazers. Not hard. Portland. Portland. Not yeah, hard. That's a full sweep. The Mavericks jerseys this season are so ugly. I don't even care what they used to look like. That, that, that graffiti font. I mean, it's it, it, just, it just looks a hot mess. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, like, the like fade. The fade from like dark blue to light blue to the top is just so. It looks like it was left in so like bad. the sun in a window. And like it was the last one, and somebody yeah, bought say, it. It's like a college like student a bag, designed they it. Like a bag of um, sell, uh, what's that candy? Oh, sell Patch Kids. They, they do. Like kids. That they is do. the perfect description of that uniform. It's so bad, and then the bright, the like neon mm-hmm. green edging. It's just such. It's such. And then in contrast. The Portland uniforms are just... They're so beautiful. So beautiful this year. Classic and beautiful. And, I mean, that that those throwbacks. I mean, what a year to celebrate 50th anniversary. Um, you know, so... Oh, yeah. So I think that was very well done jerseys for that 50th anniversary year. So it looks like it is a clean sweep. The Portland Trailblazers are moving around on to the round of coolest player... All right, everyone, we are going to wrap it up right there for now, and we will play the final part of the NBA 2000 championship, such as it is, bracket in a few more days. For now, if you want to find Blazers Edge podcast, you can go to blazersedge.com. You can subscribe to it in any of the podcast feeds that you like to. You can find me and Cassidy on Twitter. TCB Biggs is my handle, and she is at Cassidy Gamet. Our fabulous guests will be back for one more episode and we will go all the way through to the end to determine who is going to be the NBA champion of 2020. We're going to send our results into the league and see if they decide to honor them. I'm going to guess they might not. But, you know, we want to give them the option. We want to tell them that we went all the way through and this is who we think is going to win. So, hang tight. We'll be back in a couple more days. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.